Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks guys. Talk to you soon. Welcome back to the show. I believe that who you know is more important than what you know. If you agree, then keep on listening for tips on how to cultivate meaningful connections the right way. If you disagree, then tune in anyway to let me prove you wrong with my journey. My name is Travis Chapel, and this is the Build Your Network Podcast. Yo, what is up, everybody? I am psyched today for this episode of the show. This is episode 200 of the Build Your Network podcast, which is absolutely mind-blowing for me and, and such a total honor just to say that, just because this all started a couple of years ago. And um, just going back to that point and looking back at the last couple of years, I'm just blown away at um, the amount of people that have listened to the show, the type of guests that have been able to come on the show, um, all the different things that have been able to happen through the show, the people that have been helped and affected through this have, has just been mind-blowing for me. And I, I'm, I'm just so thankful to each and every single one of you that has ever listened to an episode of this show. So thank you so, so, so much for that. And to kind of give back, in a sense, to everybody that's listened to the show, what I'm doing for episode 200 is a contest. So if you're listening to this and uh, you've been listening to the show for a while, what I would love to happen is just screenshot this episode, screenshot your favorite episode, upload a picture of your favorite guest, something like that, and upload it to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever your social media of choice is. Just make sure you tag me in it so that I can see it on Instagram. I'm at Travis Chapel on Twitter. I'm at Travis C. Chapel. And just make sure you tag me in that post and hashtag build your network, hashtag build your network, tag me in the post, upload something about the show, um, whether it be this episode specifically, your favorite or 
best guest or whatever you want to do. Just upload something about the show and all the people who upload something within about 48 hours of this episode being released. What I will do is put you all into a random drawing and uh, the winner will get a hundred bucks, hundred bucks cash. So which let's face it, we is always super helpful in the holiday season. So definitely get on that. If you're listening, would love to help give back a little bit. Um, and I'm so thankful for each and every person that's, that's ever listened to the show. So on this episode, I kind of want to share with you guys three lessons that I've learned from doing 200 episodes of the Poge Network podcast and kind of some of the things that helped me along the way and some of the things that I've figured out that if you're just getting started or if you're maybe trying to create a show or a podcast or a YouTube channel or a personal brand or whatever it might be, maybe these things will be able to help you out in your journey as well. So three lessons that I've learned from 200 episodes. Number one, invest in yourself. I was just having this conversation with my wife yesterday because she invested the first time ever in some coaching for herself. And um, we were talking about how investing in yourself is the only true form of an investment, meaning it's the only sure investment that you can make. All other investments have some sort of risk, some sort of downside. Investing in yourself will only ever make you better and the economy can't take it away from you. A real estate crash can't take it away from you. The stock market crash can't take it away from you. If you invest into yourself, you will always have that knowledge. You will always have those connections. When I first got started with the show, I remember sitting there. It was about two years ago, actually, a little bit over two years ago. As I'm recording this, it's Thursday, November 29th, 2018. So 2016 in, I believe, October uh, was when I first had the thought of starting a show. I was at a time in my life where I was doing a lot of personal development. I was coming off of a good year in 2015. And in 2016, I just had this inner feeling that there was something more that I didn't want to keep on the same path that I had been on the last couple of years. So really for the first time in my life, um, just kind of because of the way that I grew up, which you can learn more about in some other episodes, for the first time in my life, I really had some time to sit there and figure out what it was that I wanted to do. Not what everybody else wanted me to do, not what my friends or neighbors or in, uh, authority figures or whoever else wanted me to do, but what did I want to do? And so during that time, I just did a ton of personal development, like audio, lots of audio books and podcasts and more of an audio guy instead of a visual guy. I read a couple books, but it was mostly through audio and then a, a few YouTube videos and different things like that. So I would just work out. I was trying to get back in shape. When I had a good financial year in 2015, I got really physically out of shape, which was a weird thing for me because I played basketball my entire life. So I was always in really good shape. And then all of a sudden I just blew up and I wasn't paying close attention to it. I put it on the back burner and focused only on money. So 2016 came along. I was really focused on just getting back in shape, getting my health back on track, and then really trying to figure out what the next step was going to be for me. So when I came down to it, and I was listening to podcasts all the time, the answer was just kind of staring me in the face. And that answer was start a podcast. And I had always kind of had a feeling that I should be in the media's sphere at, at, in some regard. And the only way that I'd thought up to that point was a blog, but I do not enjoy the process of writing. Um, when I write, it's decent, but I, I don't enjoy that process at all. And it wasn't something that I was eager to do. But when I started doing, when I started listening to podcasts and listen, 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 I just got this overwhelming feeling of like, man, I really think that this is something that I could really just kind of jump into and really blow up if I really put my mind to it. And all the negative thoughts started just rushing into my head. Like you're 24 years old. 
who's going to listen to you. You don't have enough experience. You don't know enough things. You haven't accomplished enough stuff. Like there are all these limiting beliefs just started flooding into my brain of why I shouldn't do it. And I let those things affect me. It was October of that year. I thought that I, that would be a good idea for me, but I didn't take action for another few months. I really, I wanted to do it, but there was so many things that I didn't know how to do a podcast. Like how do you even make money on a podcast? Like what does that even look like? What would I talk about? So many unanswered questions that kept me. They were just paralyzing me from taking a step forward and, and pursuing what I knew was going to be the next step for me. And so it took me until... I think February of 2017. So about five months of sitting there thinking that I should be doing it, but not really knowing how and not really taking any action and putting it on the back burner and all this other stuff. In February, I finally just put my own feet to the fire and I hired a coach, which was one of the best decisions that I had ever made up to that point, because not only does he have a bunch of expertise in this area, but he also held me accountable. It was somebody whose opinion I held in high regard that could help me get through the process of starting a show who had been there and done that, and then also keep me accountable to actually getting the thing launched into the world. So I started coaching in February, and the original goal was a three-month pre-launch, and I'll be out in iTunes in April of 2017. Definitely did not happen. <laughs> um, lots of things came up, and I was not focused completely on getting the task accomplished. I had this fear still in the back of my mind that it wasn't going to go the way that I wanted it to go. So then after paying for that coach was about $4,000, I ended up investing into another mastermind, which was at John Lee Dumas's house in Puerto Rico. And that was another about $8,000 for the whole trip for the, the flights plus the mastermind weekend and all that kind of stuff. So this episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a, a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you, that work by itself is, uh, the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is, is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed.
at this point, I'm invested like $12,000 into my podcast without even like ever releasing an episode. And there were a lot of limiting beliefs going through my head at this point. What are you doing? Why did you do that? There's so many things you could have spent this money on. And I, I had people in my life that would tell me that. They obviously couldn't see the vision that I had for my show. And so when I told them that I spent eight grand in a weekend learning from somebody like JLD, I got a lot of negative feedback from that. Like, bro, you know that there's so many ways to learn the same stuff that you would learn there for a fraction of that price and, and just got beat up, up and down and sideways from a bunch of different people on why I shouldn't have done that. And looking back, those two decisions were the best investments that I ever made. Those $12,000 have led to everything that I've been able to create from this podcast. All the income, all the relationships, all the friendships, all the knowledge, everything that I've gained from this show has come from those initial $12,000. And it's such a teeny tiny amount of money compared to the return that I've gotten on having the show to begin with. So invest in yourself is number one because you are your only sure investment. So number two, commit to consistency. When I was Coming back from JLD's house, it was May of 2017. So I was already supposed to be launched before I went there because I wanted to be as far as long as I possibly could so John could help me with the next step, which was monetization, which is really where I would need, really where I needed his help. And I did not have the show launched at that point. I had one or two episodes recorded and that was about it. And it did not launch until August of that year. So it almost took me an entire full year of thinking about it, thinking about it, not really sure, letting fear cripple me, letting anxiety come in and get the best of me. It was almost a full year of that kind of stuff before I finally actually got what was in my brain out into the world. And one of the biggest things when I first launched the show was that I knew that I had to commit to some sort of consistency. Look, being consistent isn't enough. You need to commit to being consistent for a certain period of time before you might pivot and move a different direction. Sometimes like Kevin O'Leary on Shark Tank says, you just got to take your idea back behind the barn and shoot it. But you don't know if that's a shoot worthy idea until you actually start executing on that idea. So give yourself a certain period of time where you will commit to being consistent. Looking back, it was a dumb move to do three episodes a week <laughs> in terms of how much work it really is to actually put out three episodes a week, especially because for the first 150 episodes of the show, they were all interviews. So the reason that I did that, honestly, was that John Lee Dumas was my example. So I was looking at him and he was doing seven days a week. And I was like, okay, well, I don't know what everybody else does. If John can do seven days a week, then I could probably do three days a week. And I have my coach, Jeff Brown, to thank for talking me down from five days a week because I was like, oh, John's at seven, I'll do five. And Jeff was like, well, maybe you should start with three. And then if it gets better, then just go to five. I'm super thankful that he said that because five would have been, I just don't know if I'd be able to handle it. I probably would have just jumped down to three a couple months later, which doesn't look as good. So I committed to three a week, which was a lot of work. And it was more work than I originally thought it was going to be. But when I was two, three months in, since I'd already committed to doing this, I think for me, it was a full year of three a week that I was going to do three episodes a week for an entire year and then reevaluate at that point, look back and be like, okay, this didn't work. This did work. I should keep this. I should move this, whatever it was. So one full year of three episodes a week. And that's what I put my mind to. So anytime during that period of time where I thought, man, this show isn't getting any traction, I just got 
this person on, that person on. I thought I would get a huge boost in numbers at this point, and I'm just not going anywhere. I'm not getting as far as I wanted to get. All these doubts and crippling fears are just coming into my brain again and saying, look, you shouldn't have done this to begin with. Cut your losses and go do something different. Go back into sales. Go do this. Go do that. But I had already committed to myself and to people around me that I was going to do the show for a year, three episodes a week, no matter what. And I'm so happy that I did that because really in the summer of 2018, this year is really when the show started taking off, when people started listening to it. Almost coming up on a full year of doing these episodes is when I finally started gaining some traction. And if I would have quit two or three months before, I wouldn't have been able to get the withdrawal from all of the deposits that I've been putting into this bank account for a really long time. And obviously, I'm not talking about a physical bank account. I'm thinking of a, a, a mental bank account of all the mental energy and the time and some of it being money. Yes, um, I wouldn't have been able to withdraw any of the stuff that I deposited. And it just doesn't make sense to do that. And so I committed at the beginning to being consistent three episodes a week for an entire year. And then I'd reevaluate. And now we are in almost December of 2018. So been about 16 months or so since I've launched. This is episode number 200. We're still putting out three episodes a week one interview, one solo show, and then one compilation episode from previous content. And it has been a mind-blowing journey for me. Just a few of the people that I've been able to bring on the show, it's just the people that I, that I still look up to and admire, but that I used to look up to and admire, but not have any point of communication with are now people that I have phone numbers of and that I can text in my phone book and they text me back and I know them. We see them, I see them at events and they say hi to me. I say hi to them. And it's just this really cool thing um, that happened in just such a small period of time. So I'm blessed to interview people like Jack Canfield, Dean Graziosi, Grant Cardone, Jordan Harbinger, Kevin Harrington, Ed Milet, JP Sears, Molly Bloom, Jeff Hoffman, founder of Priceline, John Lee Dumas, Patrick Bet David, Ryan Stuman, Ivan Meisner, uh, Heather Mann, Chris Harder, Lori Harder, Jill Stanton, Michael O'Neill, Steve Sims, Elena Cardone, Amy Porterfield, Bedros Koulian, Billy Jean, Jay Papasan, Dan Fleischman, Angie Lee, Pat Flynn, Albert Preciado, Edwin Ariave, Carrie Kasem, Drew Manning, Amy Joe Martin. Aubrey Marcus, John Maxwell, the list goes on and on and on of all the people that I've looked up to for a really long time that I've I've consumed their content, I've listened to their podcasts, read their books, and now I've been able to bring them on my show, which is just the coolest feeling. So if I did not commit to being consistent, if I did not commit to three episodes a week from the very beginning, I guarantee that that list would be much, much, much more meager. It would not be as long as that because I would have gone two or three weeks without releasing an episode maybe. And then if I finally book somebody that I wanted, then I'd release one here and then one over here and then one over here. And it's just impossible to get traction that way. So number one, invest in yourself. Number two, commit to consistency. And number three, take action. In my interview with Jay Papazand, who's the uh, vice president of Keller Williams Realty, we talk about this. So imagine if you were dropped in the middle of an ocean and there was land right outside of your vision. So land just beyond being able to see in the middle of the ocean. And um, you have two options at this point. Number one, you can wade water, turn in circles and try to figure out the best way. And then ultimately end up drowning in the ocean because you never go in a direction because you're afraid you're going to pick the wrong direction. Or you can just 
start swimming and start swimming and start swimming. And then when you realize that that's the wrong direction, maybe you failed, you turn around, you come back to where you started. And now you know that that direction wasn't the right direction. That's the whole thing about failures. It's not really failing. It's just learning. Look, these, these things that you call failures, they're not failures. It's just a learning experience. So now you've taken this quote unquote failure of, well, I went the wrong way. You turn it into a learning experience of like, I know now that that is not the way to go. So now you can take action in any of the other directions. And eventually, if you choose one and it's wrong, and then you come back and you choose another one and it's wrong, you come back and you choose another one and it's wrong, and you come back, eventually you are going to find the right path. Some people take a little bit longer. Some people take a little bit uh, less time to figure it out. But whatever it is, the only thing that's going to paralyze you is your inability to take action because you're afraid of what might be on the other side. The only thing that's going to help you get to that destination is actually taking action and splitting and going a certain direction and taking that through to the end. And then once you figured out that it's the wrong way, then you come back and you go a different direction. But it's not failing. It's just a learning experience. You just figured out another way not to do it. So now you can go figure out a way to do it. If I did not take action and invest in myself with my coaching, with that mastermind, with the other masterminds now that I've been able to be a part of, with asking people when I was afraid that they would say no. And these are people that I respect and admire. Look, I have a background in door-to-door sales. So my rejection tolerance is pretty high. I've had thousands of people slam the door in my face. Like I've been through the gauntlet of rejection as much as you can (laughs) do in door-to-door sales. But podcasting was different because I'm reaching out to people that I respect and admire. And when they say no, it hurts me more than Joe Schmo around the corner who I'm trying to sell an alarm to. And when I started off doing that, there was some fear. There was some anxiety of like, man, I might reach out to this person who like, I just read his book and I'm a huge fan and he could just be like, nah, (laughs) or he could just ignore me completely, or she might just not even say anything back to me, or she could just say something like, oh yeah, I'll have my team figure it out, which basically just means no. And there's so many different things that would prevent me from reaching out to the people that I wanted to reach out to, but instead I just took action. And there's been a ton of people that have said yes to an interview on my show now, which is awesome. I'm super grateful for everybody that has said yes to an interview on the show. But there are so many people that have ignored me and that have told me no. So many people. Now, does that number get less and less the more credible my show is? Of course. But that doesn't change the fact that there's still a long list, dozens of people that have told me no or have completely ignored me. But if I just let that fear cripple me and prevent me from reaching out to the next person, then we wouldn't be sitting here on episode 200. And if we would be, then episode 198 would probably be, you know, me and my cousin just talking about random stuff because I failed to get a top business leader to bring onto my show. So there's so many things that can keep us from doing this, but in the absence of clarity, take action, do something, move in a direction. And that way you'll be able to figure out what the right way is. So Three lessons I've learned from 200 episodes of the Build Your Network podcast. Number one, invest in yourself. Number two, commit to consistency. And number three, take action. I would love to hear what you're working on right now, what you can apply these principles to in your life. Um, Please, please, please remember that that contest is going on for the next 48 hours after the show launches. So please 
go ahead and post something to social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever it is, something about the show and hashtag build your network, tag me in it. I'll go over there, check it out. You'll be put into a contest to win $100 cash. And uh, maybe you just buy yourself something for Christmas <laughs> instead of buying something for other people. Or you can give it to a charity or a cause or something, whatever. Look, it's Christmas time. Do whatever you want with it. But it's 100 bucks that you didn't have before. So all you got to do is just upload something to social media um, about the show. And uh, I'll make sure that I go in there, connect with all of you, say what's up. And uh, really, really, really appreciate each and every single one of you that's listened to anything of my show ever because... And if, if it weren't for you guys, there would probably not be an episode 200. So I really appreciate everybody. Thank you so, so much for your time. And I will catch you on the next episode. Peace. Well, that's all for today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. You might hear my guests and I talk a lot about masterminds on the show. They are literally what I attribute most of the new quality relationships in my life to. So if this is something that you are interested in at all, which it should be, then hit me up and let's chat to see if you would be a good fit for my mastermind, Build Your Network Alpha. Just shoot an email over to Travis at buildyournetwork.co and let's talk about it. Have a fantastic rest of your day and remember to leave every relationship better than you found it. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.